0: What up, y'all? Welcome to the Blazing the Trail Podcast. I am your host, Tud Kyle H, aka K1. This podcast is all about giving the listener a certain mindset and a perspective that will allow them to have the right tools in their toolkit so they can start blazing their own path. Today we got an amazing friend, a go-getter, a person who's trying to educate and inform the public. So our guest is a man of many talents, Star Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he is the CEO of Qualdom Creations. Hopefully, that doesn't give it away. He is a quarter of the People's Press. He is the owner of the Jazari Qual Show, an organizer, marketer of Lincoln Friedis, a musician, a photographer, a news reporter who's also known as the Media Man. Trailblazers out there, please help me welcome Jazari Qual to the podcast. <laughs>
1: When you listen to all those things like that, I'm just like...
0: Star boy. <laughs> Man, thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been yes. a while in the making. I think you messaged me about this like three months ago. Yes.
0: It doesn't matter as long as we get it done, yeah. right? So yeah, I remember you saying that you were recovering from COVID. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now? Can you smell? Can you taste?
1: My sense of taste and smell isn't what it was before.
0: I've, uh, our old coworker worker Hui... He said he couldn't even smell or taste anything for a while after either. So hopefully it comes back soon. I mean, soon.
1: so I can, like, taste and smell. It's just not as strong as it was before. Mm. So, like, and it changes. So, for instance, like, my some of my cologne smells like straight-up sulfur now. Dang. Isn't that weird? And yeah. It's <laughs> <my> <laughs> I don't want to smell like sulfur. No. Nah. No, and it's my like my favorite cologne that smells that way. And then... It changes, too. So, like, a few weeks ago, I was up in Omaha, mm-hmm. and I was filming something for someone. I stopped at Village Inn and met a friend there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was eating coleslaw, and it tasted like I was eating perfume, like, flowery perfume. And then I came back to Lincoln. I was like, well, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that was just something wrong with the coleslaw. But then a few days later, I went to Taco John's and took a bite out of a bean burrito, and it just straight up tasted like just perfume. And then I went what? home. I smelled my coffee, and before it was smelling like a weird, like, fishy smell, and then it instantly changed while I was smelling it to smell like that flowery perfume. So I I don't know what's going on.
0: You need to get away from the perfume. Well, (laughs) somebody
1: told me that I should uh, do this, like, nose training thing where you smell different essential oils. So it's, like, clove.
0: um, Oh, clove is very strong.
1: Clove, eucalyptus, lemon, and rose. And so, like, you smell those throughout the day several times. And I've been doing that for the last few days, and I've noticed, like, more of a difference.
0: Okay, that's good, because garlic is very prominent, so have fun with that. So, Jazari, would you think it's fair to say 2020 was the year that people started to come to you for information about what's happening locally Mm -hmm. and what's happening nationally?
1: More locally, but I also, like, follow things nationally. So, I read so many news articles last year, So and even this year. All I do is read the news. Like, I watch the news all day. I read the news. Like, I stay tuned into everything that's going on around the world. That's
0: crazy. So you got a lot of subscriptions to the Journal Star and many more, huh?
1: No. I mean, the only one I have a subscription to is uh, the New York Times. The New York Times. So I read a lot of New York Times articles. I watch different news outlets. Uh huh. So I watch CNN a lot. Um, Sometimes I watch Fox News. Yeah,
0: just to (laughs) cross-reference.
1: Um, no, yeah, for real, because that's one thing I've noticed too. It's like, even, you know, as much as different media outlets say they're unbiased or things like that, like you really have to look into everything, everything everyone else is pushing. Yes. So for instance, like with the capital insurrection, mm-hmm. right? Like CNN has been playing a lot of that and releasing a lot of footage. Yes. And to, to, so for people to know the severity of it, but then there are some other outlets that are pushing it as like a, not that big of a deal thing. And so you have to look at different perspectives because, When you look at how people follow trends or Mm -hmm. follow different outlets and things like that, it's not good to only look at things that you only agree with.
0: Yes. Anything in life.
1: Anything in life. And especially with social media outlets. So, like, when you are scrolling through things, a lot of social media apps monitor your (laughs) usage outside of the app.
0: We have talked about that. And
1: that's why you see a lot of things that are recommended to you. So, if you're only Googling and searching up things that you agree with, it's going to pop up on social media that way. And then you never get an outside perspective. So, you have to be proactive in stepping outside of that
0: yes so we're gonna talk more about that but (laughs) so what i want the listener to understand is how you got to this moment because most of the time especially people from high school we plan what Mm -hmm. we want to do and it kind of changes so i want to showcase people like yourself who have found their purpose through doing and trying different things Mm -hmm. so let's start at the origin where are you from where's your family from my family is from South Sudan. Holla, holla. <laughs> Sudan
1: at the time. Because, yes. you know, separated in 2011. Yes. Um, but they came here in t- 1995, a couple months before I was born. Yes. And I was actually born in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Oh, shout out St. Louis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead.
1: When I was about one years old, we moved to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Stayed there until I was two, mm-hmm. around two. And then we moved to Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And then we moved from Omaha to Lincoln when I was five. We moved to Omaha when I was around four. And so you're Lincoln. a Lincolnite for sure. Long enough to
0: say I'm from here. Yeah. Okay. So in South Dakota, was there a big hub of was there a big hub of Sudanese people? Because yeah. yeah. Dole was talking about he went to uh, he used to live in Sioux Falls as well. Mm-hmm. So there was a big hub. Yeah. Not like Omaha, though, or Lincoln?
1: No, not like Omaha, because Sioux Falls is just a smaller town in general than mm-hmm. Omaha. Yeah. Um, but Omaha is, if I remember correctly, it has the biggest Sudanese population
0: in Outside. the country. Yes. It's so. crazy. Okay, so were you, most of the time, the only African in your class? In Lincoln, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how we still have a good amount of people here, but sometimes we're still the only ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Man. I feel like it, and it's just the neighborhood we grew up in too. Mm-hmm. In our neighborhood, there wasn't a lot of no. <laughs>
0: did,
1: did you go to Did you go to Mickle? Yeah, I did. So yeah. I went to Mickle. Um, there were times where I was the only black kid in my class. Yes, you
0: know, should have came to color. Holla. <laughs> so okay, all right. Uh, so it is tough. So in high school, how would you describe yourself? Like outgoing, social, a jock.
1: I. I was not a jock at <laughs> all. <laughs> I played soccer um, my freshman year, but I didn't pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, I participated in different things. So I was in debate, varsity yep. debate for a couple of years. I was in junior ROTC. Mm-hmm. I was in show choir. Um, and that's kind of an African-American caucus, but kind of that was the extent to, like, my involvement in school. But, yeah, you know, I spent a lot of, a lot of time um, with show choir, especially, like, my junior and senior
0: year. I wish I would have done the show choir. You wish you would have. Yes. I
1: remember the dance that you guys did during. Uh, was it
0: um, not it, star starters, but was it? Uh, it was a Hispanic, um, themed.
1: Whoa! Wait! 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 You don't remember that?
0: Wait. Was it my senior year? Yeah. See, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember your performance. I more came to dance. Oh my gosh! You throw you throw me back right now. <laughs> I definitely don't remember that. You at all. You don't remember that? No. You don't <laughs> that that. I don't <laughs> remember at all. So, what were some of the thoughts uh, that were going through your mind as it pertains to what you wanted to do after high school? Because there's so, there's society pressures, especially mm-hmm. from our parents, because they they're over here like you need education. This yeah. is why we came over here. So, okay, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. So it's interesting you asked that.
1: So I, um, since I was young, mm-hmm. you know, I always wanted to be an actor yes so i always imagine myself on disney channel i said this on another (laughs) podcast you know like the (laughs) yeah exactly that so i always wanted to be on disney channel and that was kind of the dream of mine and i it sounds ridiculous but i didn't know people were rich and famous like i didn't know that was a thing Mm -hmm. especially you know being nine ten years old yeah like i just thought it looked fun of course you know what i mean yeah living in a hotel on the night whatever floor you know sweet life zach and cody all of that i thought that was cool you know um and so that's why I wanted to get into it, because it looked like something I would have fun doing. Exactly. Right? And so I used to watch, like, a lot of Tyler Perry movies. I used to reenact scripts. I used to watch movies and then literally, like, reenact, like, episodes. And me and my brother used to do it. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, can you remember w- one skit that you could still do to this day? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to make you do okay, it. But because, can you? Yeah.
1: Okay, so I... Uh, Actually, there was a talent agency called Applause International that came here. From Omaha, like, at Omaha or something? Or Mm -hmm. they came here to Lincoln? They came here to Lincoln. Oh, wow. And Kim Myers was a talent scout that was there. And I was the very last person to go, right? Because you Mm -hmm. have, like, a line of people that go. You have your paperwork that you fill out. You listen to them. And then it's, like, her and, like, two of her assistants. And then everybody goes up on the stage. I was the very last person. And I did a Tyler Perry skit, like, a Medea impersonation. (laughs)
0: Which 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 movie? Which movie?
1: um, It was from a stage play.
0: Mm. Like before he started making movies. No, this was
1: this was back in. Well, this was in two thousand nine. And this wasn't like Tyler Perry today. No, this was before when he did a lot of um, stage plays. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. And so I I did that skit, and I was I think I was the first person to get a call back. Like, the lady got up and, like, Lit. asked me to give her a hug and <laughs> stuff like that. She's like, who'd you come with and all that stuff? And then she, I remember her saying, like, you're very special. You're, like, you're going to go far, mm-hmm. you know? So and what So what stopped you from pursuing that? It just came down to just a lot of things that we weren't able to afford. So they would come oh, every yeah. month to Omaha. Mm-hmm. And we would have to go to Omaha. And then it would be, like, an all-day thing, like yeah. a seminar. So it's, like, you practice, like, these skits. and all. Like, it's, like, an intense training type thing. And so we did that for several months but then there was like a showcase in Orlando, Florida and mm. then we just couldn't afford yeah. to go there. So it's a lot of
0: money. Mhm.
1: So what is uh, And so I remember wanting to go to I always wanted to move to LA. I was like when I after I graduate high school, I'm going to leave here, like I'm going to get out. And my mind changed a lot with the things I wanted to do and mm-hmm. I feel like that drove my mom crazy because like one week I wanted to do this yeah. and then the next week I wanted to do that. She's like you need to figure out like what you want to do. Because it was like it was always changing, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's kind of how I run qualm now. It's multimedia. You know, yes. It's not just one thing.
0: Yeah, because that'd be bo- kind of boring for you, especially, because yeah. you like to do a lot of a different lot things. A lot of
1: different things. And one thing I hate was maybe people, people are like, you need to find a niche. Like, what's your niche? Yeah. <laughs> My niche is creativity. Like, yeah. I don't want I like to that. You know, focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. And especially if you have different talents and I think a lot of people get nervous to branch out to different things because they don't want to lose an audience exactly and so I feel like that hinders yourself because for five years why would I want to be doing the same thing for five years exactly out of fear that I would lose some audience yeah and so that's but, why I do like a lot of different things
0: but like especially if if those are your real fans they will understand your mm-hmm. growth and your progress so I feel like people shouldn't be scared about that yeah. as long as you build that that community yeah yeah. And you should. They should want you to branch out and try different things. All right. So, so what was your first endeavor in the arts, music or photography?
1: I would say music because I always sang in choirs. Mm-hmm. I always sang in choirs in in elementary school. I played several different instruments. I played the viola. I played the clarinet for three years. I played guitar for a little bit. I dabbled in piano. So I like. I did a lot of like art stuff. Yeah. As far as music goes, and I. Um, Oh my gosh! I completely forgot about this. But several times I got invitations to join the Lincoln Boys Choir in mid- element in middle school. Oh okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're still around, but my music teacher was always like, "You should join this. You should join this. You should join this." Mm-hmm. And I never did. But
0: you definitely should have.
1: I should have, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> um, but what What a uh, tone were you? I know there's like alto, tenor.
1: Altos are female parts, but
0: mostly. never mind.
1: <laughs> tenor, <laughs> I um. I can hit some bass notes. Uh-huh. I can sing in the baritone range and then tenor one and then tenor two, but usually in like that middle between tenor and baritone is where I usually am.
0: Lit. Okay. What was your stage name for music? Desire What was your first song that you were proud of? Marty McFly. I know it. Looking back,
1: I'm just like, bruh.
0: Why? I think I think it's um, like, even when I look back to my songs, I cringe, but I'm like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. Because like you might not have cringed at your music, but I'm just like, damn, I've definitely grown from that moment. Mm-hmm. But I remember in the studio recording that with TJ, and I was like,
1: this is fire. This is going <laughs> to go to number one. We're about to get the Billboard charts. We're about to get national coverage. We're going to the Grammys. Like, yes. that's what I But I feel like it was good to have those high expectations. Exactly. Just because then that shows you really believe in yourself and what you're doing. And obviously, we didn't go to number one. Yeah. On number one stuff like that. But, you know, from then, the music got better.
0: Yes. So. All right. So let's now pivot into <laughs> um, news being a reporter. So what was the key driving force for you to become a news reporter and a person who showed important events in the city?
1: So I feel like I'm all over the place with this. So, like, when I was younger, right, mm-hmm. I just, we used to watch CNN all the time.
0: That's all my parents did.
1: And my mom was always like, you need to know what's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. You need to know what's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. She always said that. And I remember for... I remember presidential elections, watching it when Obama won the election. I remember that moment sitting there (laughs) in the living room. And I used to just watch the CNN logo just, like, light up and go around the circle. I vividly remember that. And I always remember watching Anderson Cooper and all of Mm them. And I'm just like, it would be so cool to be there, like, one day. Yes. You know? And so I kind of strayed away from that. But even... Then I thought about going into journalism after high school, mm-hmm. but I didn't pursue that because I was just like, you know, maybe I should try, should try to find do something that is guaranteed income, yes. which we get into the point where people just settle for something. Facts. And so I wanted to go to school for petroleum engineering. Mm-hmm. I got into Texas Tech.
0: Um, Would you say petroleum engineering? Mm-hmm. Which one of your parents forced you to do that? nobody did because my dad tried to he's like tut there's a lot of oil back home you will get that job go (laughs) go and do it
1: and that was a thing so like i thought about it you know like going home and going back to sudan Mm -hmm. and being a petroleum engineer but also helping build the country yes becoming more urban and stuff like that and more um, industrialized for mm -hmm. sure yeah but texas tech was an extremely expensive (laughs) school Yes. Very expensive. Um, and it just was not realistic for me to go there. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wouldn't happen um, from my financial standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> so I switched to computer engineering. And then... Well, after that, I stopped going to school for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up going back to school for computer engineering. Because I still wanted to do engineering. Of but course. But then I went into computer science with the rise of, like, technology these days. Yes. So... But... Um, back to... With, like, the whole news reporting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I always... I just thought it was a moment to really capture what was going on in the city at first. I was documenting it. Yes. From like as a videographer, like, filming, yes. Yeah, that's then- how it started, huh?
0: Because mm-hmm. you were more the YouTube, the vlogging, yeah. the reacting. Yeah. Because that, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, it's so crazy because, like, even if you, if you did not even start on that path, it probably, because, like, you could have, but you didn't have the experience or know what to come. Yeah. When you started, you know?
1: No, yeah, definitely. And just capturing everything in,
0: like, live streaming for people to see what was happening in Lincoln. Yes.
1: Because it happened a lot. Like, we would beat out there at these protests, and, you know, the news outlets would be there, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't be covering anything. Of course. Until things escalated. Got
0: got real crazy at the courthouse.
1: And so I, you know, started live streaming on Facebook and things, because I was seeing a lot of these live streams come on of all these different protests. Yes. and And then seeing how the story was not accurately portrayed here in Lincoln. Made me upset, and I'm just like, you know, I've made enough vlogs and videos. Yeah. I feel comfortable (laughs) on camera. Let me just go live, and you just cover this event, and it just took off from there.
0: Yeah, because it's. I remember. uh, It was. I think you were doing it almost for like a week straight. Yeah. And then like, people were just like, "Oh, this is gonna phase out with the protests," Mm -hmm. and then it just kept going. So when there was times that like I'd, I'd be at work, I'm like, okay sorry i gotta go to his facebook page real quick because i know something's going down people are walking down o street so i was looking at you i was looking at tim but you guys were like the main ones and then journal star would pop up but i'm like no they're only going to give a certain Mm -hmm. kind of view on it because obviously their stakeholders their audience wants something else i
1: mean like we'll say like i've met a lot of people that work for the journal star and they they're all wonderful yeah but you know there's other
0: things in play that of course but you guys were giving it raw. Like you guys would be like, "This is this is happening. This is happening." Yeah. And that's what most people want, mm-hmm. you know. Instead of like, when they were like, um, "the uh, the protesters are being violent," I'm like, "No, you could watch the whole thing." Mm-hmm. And it's it was it was something that happened on their side, and then everything just started snowballing. Yeah, because if there wasn't people like you or Tim, we wouldn't see the other side.
1: Yeah,
0: they just be like, "Them protesters, man." Yeah.
1: But a lot of people did say, you know, like, oh, you're a fake journalist. This is going to phase out and stuff like that. And community journalism. What's up? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) And no, like community journalism is becoming a really big thing.
0: I haven't even heard that term before. If
1: you look at different live streamers, Mm -hmm. like there's other ones that I follow from Seattle, from D.C., from Minnesota, Mm -hmm. Texas. Like there are other live streamers everywhere that do what I do. Yeah. Tim did. And what Peyton does in Omaha. Um, shout out to Peyton. Xyla's Live Media.
0: I don't know, but shout out.
1: <laughs> well, he's another member of the People's Press. I'm
0: gonna have to meet you one day.
1: He's really cool. Um, no, and I, I saw like a lot of that happening, and then seeing what was happening on the national level, like what was portrayed and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. It was just like this is wild to me. Mm-hmm. But um, no, a lot of people did say, you know, you're a fake journalist. This is gonna phase out. This the, you're you have a pipe dream that's fueled by the dying BLM movement. <sighs> But it was wild, like We're, that that live stream that day.
0: What was the highest? Was it like twenty something k?
1: It was sixteen thousand live viewers. And then I think when we how
0: did up. you feel when that, when it just slowly started going up?
1: So that day,
0: was your heart racing?
1: Not really. I mean, <clears throat> so <laughs> it was it was wild because I remember live streaming that entire day, mm-hmm. right and. Started at the Capitol, then they marched down to the courthouse. Mm -hmm. And there were times where, you know, it started, it went up to, like, maybe, like, 50. And then for a while, it was, like, two viewers. Yeah. Two or three. And then, like, as the day went on. Yes. Like, it started climbing and climbing and climbing. And then I had to stop it because it cuts off after four hours. And then I think after I ended that, it shows you the total views. And it's, like, (laughs) 60,000.
0: And I was, like. Because even Journal Star, they couldn't for a while. They are like look at uh this show for uh more really yes mine yes they you and that? the uh vigilante
1: <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> but um no and my nephews were there because they had come down because my sister said they were all at home watching so yeah. everybody was in their room watching my live and then my nephews were like "Nah, this doesn't feel right we need to go down there exactly and so they came down there and they were standing by me when I ended that live stream and we looked down to like 60,000 views and we like all looked at each other like, "Whoa!" Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. And then um, I restarted it. Mm-hmm. And then within like seconds, it climbed to 1,200 viewers, like seconds. That's crazy. And then we had went back to the Capitol because they marched back over to the Capitol. And then when I ended that live stream, it was said it ended at one hundred and nine thousand views. And I was shaking. Yeah, because that's that's almost half of Lincoln. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that was watching. <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: But I mean, it's not about like the views and stuff like that because since it's progressed and you know since I've continued making content and company mm-hmm. events, like like you said, you develop a following. Yes, that community. Vis- yes, your page and stuff like that. And I've met like a lot of I've met a lot of amazing people. Yes,
0: too. and we're gonna talk more about that. Mm-hmm. So here's some questions I want to poke at. Okay. <laughs> so, what kind of content do you like to highlight, cover, and or write about? Is it more on the activism? Is it more on just informing on whatever is happening, okay. especially like just what you did with um with the uh the the vigil for Stop Asian Hate yeah. with the Asian Community Center? Yeah. So, is it stuff like that that you like to cover or is it just like like you said you don't like to have a niche, you just like yeah, to do whatever? Yeah. No,
1: I would say I like covering Probably marches the most. Yeah, because just and even aside even aside from the marches, because they have like their speeches and things that they do, and then exactly. they have the marches. But it's a really good community building mm-hmm. moment. Versus, yes. you know, there's like the Asian um, vigil that I covered was beautiful. We had speakers and yep. things like that. Um, that's one type of demonstration, and then there's another where you know they have. People in the crowd come up and talk and share their stories and experiences. Exactly. And so you get to know people and see their perspective. And then a lot of connections has, has, have formed from that. So, like, I've met so many people that i become friends with that I didn't know existed before. Yes. It's
0: because you started blazing the Trail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, like you said earlier, what are some other famous or like journalists that inspire you and why are they inspirational to you?
1: I really like Don Lemon. Yes. Just a black man who's there on national. He's TV. doing it, yeah.
0: Always taking, <laughs> always taking heat, but continuing to stay mm-hmm. straight, like straight on the path of what he's there to do—journalism. You know, yeah.
1: yeah. And there's uh, like a lot of lo- other live streamers that I watch. Um, Luna Soul is a good one. I have to check that out because I don't know what that is. Um, and then there's also CJTV and Mercado Media, mm. but um, Andrew from Mercado Media is covering a lot of st- the George Floyd trials right now. Oh snap! Not. Okay. And so I follow them, and I I love Brianna Kyler.
0: Brianna Kyler. I'm going to have to look that from up. From CNN? Oh, I don't know.
1: Just the, I just, like, love a lot of their anchors, and it's not because I watch it all the time, but yeah. I just mean, like, their personalities and, like, them as people. It's, like, people you would really get to know. Exactly. You know? Like, I I
0: would be your friend in person. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, I feel
1: like I could go get a cup of coffee with you yeah. on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, those type of people. Yes, um, but yeah, but a lot of other content creators I used to watch. Um, I really enjoy Peter McKinnon's videos.
0: Peter McKinnon, shout out! Mm-hmm. I know you watch Peter. Um,
1: there's Maddie, Becky, and Chris. Becky and Chris, I've um, seen that. There's a YouTuber called. He's a, more of a muckbanger, and he has a podcast also. Uh, Choice TV. Choice
0: TV, but he's a, so funny. Oh, okay, yeah, but, but he be eating on the on the on the tube. Yeah, he made an alligator once and ate it.
1: Wait, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. wait! He did a what?
0: He did what? He,
1: <laughs> he, you know, you can buy like alligator, like a whole alligator and make it. Wow. I didn't know until I saw that, but I'm a pescatarian, so I, I <laughs> you know, I wouldn't eat it anyway, but um, no, he has like a lot of commentary and he makes like these documentary style things where mm-hmm. he narrates and throws things together, which is so cool. And then there's As Told by Kenya. Um, she and I actually collaborated once. As told
0: by Kenya.
1: Mm-hmm. She's in Atlanta, Georgia, and she does a whole bunch of things on like pop culture and things like that and other issues and stuff. So, man, that's what's up.
0: There's
1: okay. a, yeah, there's a lot of people that I. All um, right. She, oh, um, Matt Diavella, who's a filmmaker. Out
0: Matt, wait, 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 wait. Glasses? Yeah. Uh, he has a podcast called Cop or like The Grind or something. Yes. I think. But yeah, he's yeah, he's like yeah. a he's a filmmaker. Yeah, he's like five steps that and I've he, learned from. Pro, he's a productivity kind of, and YouTuber. he's a minimalist. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is.
1: So he has a he made he produced a documentary Minimalism on Netflix. He made a
0: documentary. It got on Netflix. Yeah, and this was before he became a huge like, damn YouTuber. Okay, so he <laughs> was like a driving force in the minimalistic um, community. All right, so I believe we learn from mistakes. So let's be real. So what was your Worst performing piece of content, but what did you learn from it? My worst, like, across the board? Across the (laughs) board. (sighs) I performed at
1: Juneteenth in 2016. Yeah. It was terrible.
0: What was (laughs) terrible? Like
1: It was just bad. Like, we didn't have a mic check, and I couldn't hear myself.
0: That's that's scary, Mm low-key. When it's like the feedback is different? Mm Mm-hmm. I couldn't <laughs> so you know what I mean. Yes. So
1: I, I couldn't hear myself or anything like that. But what I learned was just to be better prepared. better prepared. Yes. And never be caught off guard. Yeah. <laughs> like you can never be caught off guard.
0: All right, flip side. What is your best work today that you that you are proud of? I would say probably documenting the protest. I love it. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. We'll have a word from our sponsor. This podcast episode was brought to you by Yado. Yado stands for You Are the One. Yato was born at the intersection of a lifestyle and fashion. Due to their inspiring collections and customer service, they have been highly successful since day one. Yato wanted to sponsor in the Trail podcast because they believe in platforms that give people inspiration, platforms that present stories of adversity, and wanted a podcast that gave practical and applicable ways for any person to achieve their goals. So, they have agreed to give a 15% off coupon off your total order by using code BAT, as in the blackbird. So, use code BAT to get 15% off of your total order. Back to scheduled programming. Thank you to our sponsor. So, we were talking about what Jazari uh, felt like was his best work, but now let's talk about this what are the steps that uh, you take before you take, uh, like, make a stance on a huge topic that is being discussed mm. nationwide or locally since you are like a trusted source? Because there's a lot of uh, ridicule that will come from it, so what are the like, necessary steps that you take in order to be prepared and not be caught slipping?
1: I read as many articles on the topic as possible. Yes. So like, if I see um, an event that's happening or taking place, like I'll read that article mm-hmm. and then search up other articles With different, different, different media outlets, yes, from way different perspectives, and really understand what's going on, and kind of like research that more in depth, exactly. Start sharing things and talking about it. Yes,
0: because that's a problem that we see. I was even like, especially when social media became like mm, more not politicized, but just like a lot of opinions out there. Mm -hmm. I would just share stuff and be like, "Oh, I read the the headline, and I'm like, oh, I agree with that." Share headlines, and then like. When you re- when I actually read it, I'm like, probably shouldn't have shared that.
1: And then, yeah, on Twitter, what they'll do now is when you go to share an article, they'll be like, do you want to read this first? Yeah, well, are you on no. Twitter
0: like that? No, I'm not on Twitter like that. Yeah, so I'm posting ghosts on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I
1: didn't know. <laughs> posting
0: ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, um, yeah, because that's a big problem because now it's I like.
1: I feel like I do that on Instagram.
0: Posting ghosts. Posting ghosts. Yes. It's.
1: <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard all day.
0: Yeah, but like, yeah. So, what are the what are the steps? Other than you said, oh, you said that you read on a lot because a lot of the times, I think people should read the other side because it gives you more of an understanding on what their argument is. So you stand ten toes down on what you believe. Yeah, and you have things to back it down because a lot of people, if you come to them with facts, they'll tr- and, and, and they can't debate that. They'll come for you as a person. Yeah. Just like they did. Oh, this this is only going to last this amount.
1: Yeah. I've been called all Oh, we're going to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> um,
0: How do you manage in, inevitable backlash? Uh, Especially when you're putting yourself out there and being vulnerable to these attacks by people who have certain opinions.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I read every comment. People say don't read the comments, but I read every single comment.
0: Yeah. I have to.
1: Like <laughs> Loki, like I, like just,
0: low key, like I, I feel to, like I have to as well.
1: I have to read every comment to see what you know, what's going on, mm-hmm. and what people are saying. But um, tilt this up. Tilt this up. Yeah. Uh, no, can't. Let me just put it back. See, I had no business touching it. <laughs> it <was> <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> um,
0: that should be good. Just, is yeah.
1: that, it's gonna be an editing nightmare. It's all good. No, it's all good. We keep
0: it. We keep it straight like that. Really? No, no sweat. we're real we are real um what was it
1: so how do you
0: (laughs) see this is a laughing moment for people on audio so um
1: (laughs) uh, yeah how do you
0: manage that like how do you like when you read those comments do you like do you go punch something do you just go take a shower to wash it away what do you do
1: what i'll what i'll do is probably just start typing a response
0: and then delete it.
1: it I like That's that. That's what I do. Like, I type out my response, how abrasive it may yeah. be. Like, you know? Da, da, da. <laughs> Epic clap back, and then I just delete it.
0: Because you still get the, the feeling. Mm-hmm. Have, no. you, have you hit, hit post before accidentally? Damn. I feel like I would hit post.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm mad, Posting I'm not thinking roast. really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you
0: responded to my st- Oh no, I'm not even looking at that. Well,
1: or, or I'll type it out and then rewrite it a few times yes. where it's not as like not as just like a, a reaction. Exactly. You know? And so, I mean, with me the inevitable back, inevitable backlash, it's you know it's going to come. Of course. And so you just have to know like one is this a space you want to be in. Ooh, you know, because you're going to get that
0: That's what I was going to ask you for, like, the up-and-coming activists who want to use social media. Mm -hmm. So, as you said, um, know know if this is what you want to do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you want, this is what you're going to get. So, know how to... Know how to handle that. Exactly.
1: I mean, and I... People can, you know, say things about me or, like, attack me Mm for anything, but there's been times where people come from my family.
0: I know. I remember you saying that. Because
1: it's just, like, you know, they're private citizens. Like, they're not... They have nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, they have nothing to do with it. Yeah, You know, and sometimes I kind of forget that mm-hmm. as far as, like, you know, there are people who live private lives and things like that, like my brother who's, yeah, you know, he has lots of friends and stuff like that, but he lives a private life mm-hmm. off of social media. Mm-hmm. And so...
0: That is very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I for, and, you know, a couple of my sisters do as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not on there like that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's the thing. Usually when people say whatever you want about me like i understand that i'm yeah. out there and it's going to come with the territory stay away from that like, yeah especially minors yeah know?
0: okay <laughs> so what do, how do um how do you think social media and social media activism have mm-hmm. elevated social justice movements good or bad
1: one it can be used in a bad way. So like if people can take a certain clip of something bad that's mm. happening, and push that yes. and have everybody think like, oh, this is what's going down. This, <laughs> this is how it is, you know? Yeah. But then on the good perspective, there's other ones where it's more of an educational thing and they share what's going on yeah, and different topics and things like that. But one thing I've learned is one thing I've learned this past year is people are not who they've portrayed themselves to be. And it's been a very hard thing to grasp, like, mm-hmm. knowing people who...
0: Like, damn.
1: Like, that's how you really felt this whole time? Yeah.
0: That is very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... And and most of the time when you are posting, I love that um, most of the time you ask your audience what they think instead yeah. of telling them. Yeah. Like...
1: And then sometimes I'll have those trigger warning posts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like <how I> feel. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I see um, uh, this many likes, <laughs> 500 comments. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me look. But wow. I think it's good because you're building that community.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I posted that one with you know, condolences to the families of the people who lost their lives in Texas. Yeah. Not Texas, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado. Colorado, yeah. But um, at, following that, you know, there was a hot debate, like, should guns be banned, you know? And I yeah, posted a simple I, question. I exactly. said, should guns be banned? Hell, yeah. <laughs> 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 it was wild. And I'm just like, whoa. And then people angry reacted to it. But I'm it's like, like you're just re- posing a question. Yeah, why are you angry reacting to my question? Yeah. <laughs> you know like,
0: you're one of those liberals who want to take our guns away. <laughs> don't say that. But like, a lot of the times, people do take it really personal when it yeah. when it has nothing to do with it. It's just a question. Mm-hmm. Y- yes or no, and then have providing points, but don't attack. Yeah.
1: And I can see that from the perspective. Sometimes people ask questions you know, about the BLM movement, mm-hmm. you know, about being a minority or a person of color. And I've seen that too where it's like the other side like attacks them for a- asking questions. Yes. And for me I feel like that's it's more destructive just because it's like we're missing an opportunity to have a discussion, an educational Facts. moment, you know? And so it's always important to when somebody's asking a question. Unless they're, you know, you could tell they're being, like, yeah. salty about it. But, like, sometimes, you know, then how do you differentiate who's really trying to learn or exactly. not?
0: Exactly. That, that's a good question to ask now. So especially when everything was going around with George Floyd, mm-hmm. a lot of my European friends would come to me like, Tut, I'm sorry that I haven't really been paying attention. Could you point me in the direction of what yeah. I should learn? Because, like, there's some, there's some African Americans out there they're like, no, this has been going on for years. You can go out. There's a thing called the Internet. You can look all that stuff up. But it's like mm-hmm. I feel empathetic to those people because they are now reaching out and knowing that, dang, I, I've, I, I've been part of the problem. I'm going to ask a friend that I care about, mm-hmm. w- like, what resources should I do? I'm like, all right, I'm going to be the one who's going to open the door. You just have to walk through, read yeah. these so you can be educated, like – the 13th amendment the movie that came out on netflix that helped a lot of people these books yeah and i think it's i think it's that problem of like we need to help each other have these open conversations Mm -hmm. instead of oh this is what you believe all right get out of get out of here
1: and that happened a lot too you know just looking back in high school and just seeing how people like people were getting canceled online especially when everything happened I mean, people were dragging teachers into it. Like, I remember being yeah. in the class and I was, oh, and I'm like, "What is happening? <laughs> like, this is wild." And people getting like called out, and I just classmates of mine that I remember and things like that. But mm. I mean, I experienced a lot. I don't know about you, but I experienced a lot of racism in high school from peers.
0: Oh, for bro, do I kind of enabled it too? Because Dave Chappelle, the the skit, Clayton Bixby, <laughs> Wild power. Like, they'd just be walking down the halls doing that, you know. At the time, it was just all play, yeah. fun of games, but a lot of them during last year apologized because really? they, they didn't know what they were doing, you know, yeah. because it's it's part of the skit, but some of them were taking it too far. But even Obviously, after- when I wasn't there, but they'd be like, damn. But uh, even
1: aside from that, it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, they're, people learn things at home. Yes. You know what I mean? And so there are people who didn't apologize for the way they behaved and stood by it. Because Facts. it's like, that's what they learned. and. It's sad and tragic and all, but I'm just like, you know what? We're all built different, I guess. Yes. <laughs> like, and then there's and we can't like,
0: all be the same.
1: And we can't, and then there's some people who don't want to look at another perspective.
0: Yes. I'm comfortable. Why would I want to look at another? I, I
1: hate I hate when people same. say that. Oh, well, it hurts unco- me, bro. Uncomfortable conversations. Uncomfortable for who? Yeah. <laughs> like our
0: whole existence
1: in life has been uncomfortable. You know, being black, being yes. a person of color. You yeah. know, being a minority. Mm-hmm. It's like. But you don't want to have this conversation because it's uncomfortable for you. True. Instead of looking at if I feel uncomfortable talking about it, how do people feel living through it every day? Facts. That's just what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, so last year was very busy for you. Mm-hmm. So considering all the major stories last year, which one would you have? Mic, right? I feel like I... Hold on. We're going we to fix it.
1: Is this? Yeah. Okay. This is better. Because no, this is good. Is it? Yeah, sit back Um, down. Hold on, hold
0: on. That's like that?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Why didn't you say that from the beginning?
0: You just Because it still sounded good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sound okay? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah. um, Oh, you
1: guys can't (laughs) (laughs) This sounds good, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, which one would you have liked to cover? Considering all the major stories last year, which one would you have liked to cover? Last year? Yeah.
1: 20. I feel like I covered a lot of the
0: protests. I feel like you have.
1: I don't think I missed... Well, there was a demonstration for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. my gosh.
0: Oh, what?
1: The Supreme Court Justice. Yeah, I know that, but... Yeah, after she passed away. There was just kind of like a memorial thing. Oh, okay. That I wish I would That definitely would
0: have been nice. That would have been nice. It was at the Capitol, but... Rest in peace to that great soul.
1: What I really wanted... To cover was a, the insurrection at the Capitol.
0: The what? The insurrection? Yeah. Oh, man. But, I, yeah, I feel like that. Oh, my gosh. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because they're coming for everybody that was there. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, we were talking about that at Neighborhoods, how a lot of that was going down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so since you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you have all these uh, yeah. aspects in what you like to do. How has that affected your family life and social life? I've lost a lot of friends. Talk talk more about them. They're in the camera right now.
1: <laughs> no, I just it's come it's been really hard to focus on everything that I know I want to do mm-hmm. and um maintain a social life because there's a lot of friends that I have that aren't pursuing you know a public life like I am yes well maybe not pursuing a public life but have a public life exactly like I do. and it's it just kind of come it's been hard to realize that me and like a lot of other friends that I had are on different paths you know like there are some people getting married having kids and all that stuff who I'm extremely happy you know for popular. sure um but like having a path that's completely different than mm-hmm. what your friends are doing you know you sometimes grow apart yep and just pursue different things. The and love is still there, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, but I've also made a lot of other friends that are
0: also Facts. in the same
1: sphere, which has been super cool. So that's the what people's I like. Press,
0: I love them all. Shout out to everybody in the People's Press that I haven't met. So everybody else, <laughs> one fifth.
1: I'm one fifth. You put you're one-fifth. a fifth. Yes,
0: because I looked at your Twitter and it said a quarter. So you guys gained one. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Perfect. So how have you dealt with the workload that comes? with this field, especially last year, did you have to have... Well, I
1: took last semester off from school, because I had to. There was no way that I could keep doing what I was doing.
0: Damn. And
1: so I, I'm, I still have a full-time job outside of this. For, for just, real? Yeah, for just a regular job. Like a regular 40 I did not job. know that. Yeah, I do that. And then I do this, and then I also go to school full-time again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got oh, to. Man. And, and that's the thing. Like, things don't Things don't come easy. No, like, I could just be like, mm, "Dang, <laughs> like I just I don't." But I, I do want to finish school and um, finish my education, which I'm going to finish mm-hmm. next year, and I still want to grow my own company. And stuff For sure. Like that. But then I still have to work a full time job, exactly, to, to, <laughs> to fund yeah, all this stuff. To Fund all this, and that's just where that's just where things have to be, and things don't come easy. You know, I have hopes that we'll get to a place where not only will it be like my full-time
0: job but mm-hmm. other people's full-time jobs exactly well. so it's a necessary sacrifice that's yeah. how I, that's how I see it so with everything that you how do you generate ideas do you have like a vision board do you write things down or do you just do like you go work out or go on a walk and that's how you generate <laughs> ideas how do you yeah, go about I just,
1: it I generate I just think of things as from different points of view mm-hmm. and like that expands to different things so like Sometimes I'll just be sitting there just scrolling through social media or just, like, an idea will pop in my exactly. head or something like that. Yeah. So, like, for our new merch line that yep. you know we have, this is one of the shirts. Holla, holla. <laughs> um, I was like, how can I make this an experience? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, somebody just buying a shirt and that's it. Exactly. So, I found, I was like, packaging. Branding is everything, right? Facts. So... I made custom packages, Mm -hmm. um, poly mailish for the shirts. Yeah, just like let me take this a step further, and so I built the whole website, the store order Mm -hmm. form for it, where the merch is displayed to match the aesthetic of the merchandise. That's smart. So it's like black with neon signs. Yeah. When you click it, when you when you're shopping for the shirt, it's an experience because it's a it's a different like interactive thing. And then when you actually That's get great. it with brand and packaging, you're just like... And then sometimes I'll write, like, Jazari was here on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. And then
1: so people will, like, take pictures and send it to me. Yes. Which is so cool. But, yeah.
0: I like that. It's transparent all the way through, through that whole process. Yeah, so it's a like whole you said, experience. It's experience. I love it. I love it. So, okay. <laughs> what key activities do you recommend for, like, young entrepreneurs to invest their time in?
1: Activities?
0: It could be... Reading, it could be.
1: I would say reading. Reading,
0: um, that's what our last guest said like reading,
1: reading on different, reading different success stories, yeah, you know, because that will give your perspective and kind of be a roadmap of how you want to do things exactly. You
0: know? <laughs> Blazing the trail, what's up, baby? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: reading a lot and just educating yourself on different things, collaborating with people. Facts. Collaborating is a big thing and networking cuz then that goes in with networking, exactly. right? Exactly. So you're reading different success stories, you're collaborating with people, mm-hmm. you're networking and then you're getting ideas on how to grow from there. So. Yeah.
0: Cuz it's like a lot of the times people get bogged down when they when they should be collaborating with people who have or can help on the journey cuz it's also helping them. Yeah. But it's like if this is my baby. I don't want anybody else to have See, the I, recognition or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But it's like nobody does. Like teamwork really does mm-hmm. make the dream work. And that's one thing I had to learn
1: too. Like there was a lot of times where I would want to collaborate with people before I had the platform I do now. Ooh. And I've been left unseen by so many other like content creators. Damn. And so that kind of has been for me knowing that. I have this platform now knowing mm-hmm. how it feels to not have a platform exactly. and then somebody with a platform just ignoring you and leaving you on red. Yeah. You know, that's why I like I always collaborate with people and things like that. I or like if somebody that. hits me up and says like, Hey, do you have any advice about this? Like I always give people advice and stuff. Cause you know how it is to be in that position. You know how it is to be in that position. And some people forget, you know what I mean? We all start somewhere. <laughs> that is somewhere. true.
0: That is very true. Yeah. Okay. So question I start asking all guests, what motivates you?
1: What motivates me? Yeah. I would say, (laughs) why did I say it like that? Yeah, I don't know why you said it like that. I would say my family definitely motivates me, especially my nephews. Yes, because you know we grew up not well off, of course. You know what I mean, and so like I was like, you know, I'm going to build an empire and (laughs) then show them that you know you could do it too. Yeah, you could do it too. Love Um, it, but just knowing that I want them to be able to have. When you look back on different things that people have access to mm-hmm. or families that people grow up in and yes. things like that. And knowing that they have fail-safe plans set up for them and exactly. just like a safety net and things like that and not having that growing mm-hmm. up and just knowing that in the future, if I do have a family of my own, mm-hmm. I want to have that for them. Exactly. But for my nephews n- right now, because I feel like they're my
0: kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do take care of them, especially change diapers when they were young. So yeah. But we're we're pretty close in age. One of them is in high school? He's about to graduate, or one's did he? One's a junior,
1: and one's a senior. And He's one, a hooper. Yeah. He's a hooper. And then another one just graduated last year, and they, they all played. I
0: remember the vlogs. Yeah.
1: They were all on varsity in Northeast.
0: What's well, his ne- What's your uh, older nephew's name? Whitner. Whitner. Mm-hmm. He's at Northeast, huh?
1: No, he graduated last year. Okay. He graduated last year from Lincoln High.
0: But... um. I got lost in that. It's okay. Because I was gonna
1: ask, I was gonna answer another question <laughs> that you had. Oh, but then I have another nephew who's, um, he's twenty
0: three. Oh, sna- okay. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> so close in like, age. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you define success? That. It's different for everybody. It's
1: different for everybody. I would say success is not. I wouldn't measure it in monetary.
0: No, yeah. That's that's why I was asking. Yeah. How do you define it?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm successful, you know, with the things that I do. My man. But I'm not rich. Of course. You get what I mean? Yes. But I feel like, you know, I've made it to a place that I've wanted to be at for a long time. Mm -hmm.
0: I remember that poster you had a couple days ago. mm -hmm. Like, you now look back and you're proud to be in the position you are. Yeah. So uh, let's clap for that, man. (laughs) Cause we need to give people their flowers, man. That's yeah. that's what it is. But um, as you were saying, cause like you do give a lot of value. Mm-hmm. In time, you will receive money mm-hmm. for the value that you've given.
1: And see, that's okay. So being a content, I used to watch a lot of like videos. You mm-hmm. know, like oh, this is a secret. A lot of YouTubers never tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know those videos. Like do this one thing. How I grew from zero to ninety. Yeah. Like all this stuff. I hit a million million views in three days. Okay. You know, like all that type of stuff. And like, I used to watch a lot of that and I'm just like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of them would say like, followers does not translate to money. No. At all. No. And I'm just like, (laughs) like, watch, watch. But I'm I'm like, I'm about to hit this, you know, I'm about to like quit my job (laughs) and all this stuff. I'm going to make content full time and it's going to be a great time. But that, that's not what it is. Mm -mm. And so I feel like, once you're in that position you realize that facts so i feel like there's a lot of people online who still think that you know we have millions of dollars pumping through this
0: (laughs) hopefully one day one day and then
1: not hopefully it will happen
0: it will happen so let's talk about freeges who did you collab with to uh, help bring that uh to play in Lincoln?
1: i'm in leadership lincoln I I, I strongly encourage... And I'll tell you a little bit about it. I Mm -hmm. strongly encourage everybody who wants to be in a leadership Mm -hmm. position to apply for Leadership Lincoln. Mm -hmm. So what it is, is they actually hit me up last summer. Okay. Finding me from, you know, documenting. Doing what you do. And they had asked me if I wanted to join Leadership Lincoln. And my nephew, one of my nephews was in the youth version. Okay. So what it is, it's a 12-month program. You meet once a month. And every day... For that time mm-hmm. so for tw- you meet 12 times mm-hmm. and have a seminar and you learn about different things Ooh. so you might have like a health day where you mm-hmm. learn about like the health field and stuff and then you might have like a financial day and then you have like a government mm-hmm. day so you're learning about different aspects and it's to help you learn more about how Lincoln operates okay and so with that we have a project that we have to do because you're like you're spreading into different cohorts mm-hmm. so there's like advocates fellows executives
0: I've been co- told uh, told about fellows
1: mm-hmm and Keep going. So I'm an advocates 14th and then the 14th cohort of advocates. And so we're split into two groups. And then you have to come up with a project or an idea mm-hmm. that will benefit Lincoln, Ooh. but that can be carried on by a nonprofit after your time in Leadership Lincoln. Oh, that is dope. And so we saw like the little food
0: food, food pantries, pantries and yeah. stuff like
1: that. And we're like, well, what about fridges? And that's a thing like I didn't know about in different places. Yeah. <laughs> So then you can incorporate things like dairy, mm-hmm.
0: things like that that people don't get exactly. You know? And so that was that's awesome. I applaud you for that, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. So now, who are who are the three people who have been the most influential to you?
1: I would say number one is probably my Jesus, my faith because I'm mm-hmm. a Christian. Love a Christian. it, um, love it. My mom, mom got to have her in there. Most influential, and then. I would say the third just encompasses like
0: just my immediate family. I like that, because you know? without them, it's like a um, a motivating factor. Yeah.
1: I mean, and not just my immediate family, just my family in general. You had my cousin on this podcast, Dolkute, Yeah. And he talked about how he used to make, vid- make uh, CDs and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And, and push it and yep. stuff like that. And I remember that. Like, yeah, I remember same. going to his house or whatever, and he'd be working on these CDs and burning this and playing music for us. Mm-hmm. I remember that.
0: Hustler. Your whole family hustlers. Mm-hmm. Okay. My well,
1: sister used to do that in school, too. I'm gonna t- Let me tell this story. Okay, so right. back in Sudan... <laughs> She she would go to school and I I hope she doesn't get upset with me telling this, but it was a long time ago, she was a kid. But um she she was like, I wasn't going to school to learn, I was going to school to work. Oh so what wow. she did was like she would get like candy and stuff and sell it at school and then she'd make like bring tea and like cookies and stuff <laughs> and <it> stuff. <laughs>
0: Definitely get in trouble for she, that. She was,
1: and then she'd get in trouble and then she'd like think of another idea. So, I mean, she was learning, obviously. Oh, she was like, yeah. like supposed <laughs> to. But she was also. On the like, side. Yeah, she was also. <laughs> you know, that kid in high school that opens her jacket, all, things, all the candy and stuff. Like, what you want? I got
0: I love it. So. Um, <laughs> uh, we were talking about earlier how we have to split with friends. What qualities do you value in people with whom you spend time with?
1: Honesty, you know. Number one. I like for people to be brutally honest, like especially if they're my friends. Like don't like tell me
0: Blunt or brutally honest, like which blunt you rude. look fat. Like that kind of or or well, just no, like, not like you could that. Like, do better.
1: You could do better. Yeah. Like tell me what you what's honestly going through your mind. Because like if I like say if I had made a song, or if mm-hmm. you made a song, and mm-hmm. you're just like, this is fire, right? Yeah. Like, It's good. (laughs) But they're like, like, you know, they're like, that's not good. Like, tell me that. Like, give me that feedback. Don't set me up for failure or, like, give me false hope about something. That is very true. You know, like, tell me how you feel about, like, what I'm doing or the projects and stuff. And then I also do the same, like, for my friends. Exactly. Everybody needs a friend like that. Yes.
0: You You don't need yes, man. There's enough of those. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll be right back. There's, our, there's our last this our last one. Okay. And we won't we we <laughs> almost have rapid fire and then we're done. Okay. This is more about you and I was gonna say this. your daily fun. routine. Let's hear it. Hold on. Let me know. Right. Yep. And we're back. <laughs> so Jazari, what mm-hmm. is your daily routine with everything you got going on? Does it differ? Do you have like a a calendar, or schedule? Bop 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 bop. Um I put a lot of stuff in my phone. Mm. But
1: sometimes I just remember, so how it works is I'll get up, Mm -hmm. start working my job from 7 to 3, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. And then, you know, I sometimes work from home or, you know, I'll be in the studio office and then immediately after 3, like, I'll switch to doing everything with quality, whether it's editing a video, running Mm -hmm. to a place to live stream something, like, replying to messages, email, stuff like that. Damn. And then on the weekends, it's even worse. It's this.
0: It's all this? Yeah.
1: Hmm. And schoolwork, though. What time do you go to sleep? Sometimes midnight,
0: 1 a.m. And you get up you uh, so like six Since thirty,
1: yeah. It's been like that for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: we can do that. We don't have we don't have kids right now. Mm-hmm. We're not married right now. So yeah. it's like I'm gonna sacrifice this time in order to put myself in position. So what are your what are your hobbies other than work? See that's the thing, too, though. Is like, it? the
1: Content creating is a hobby. Exactly. Me, you know what I mean? So it doesn't always feel like work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I.
0: Do you like the longboard? Do you like
1: the skateboard? Do you like the lip-sync?
0: Biking is so dope, man. Yeah,
1: it is. And all the trails, the new trails in Lincoln. Yes.
0: Okay. What genre of music could we find if we were to look at your Spotify album music right now?
1: Probably R&B pop music.
0: R&B. Who's one of your favorite go-to artists for R&B. I would say Luke Christopher.
1: He's more R&B and, like, hip-hop.
0: Okay, cool. Have you heard of Luke Christopher? I haven't. He's so good. Luke Christopher. He's
1: more of an underground artist. He was really big on SoundCloud. He's Hell, signed yeah. signed to a major label That's now, up. he's still not, like, mainstream. Mm-hmm.
0: You, really you said R&B and what else? Pop music. Just, like, anything on the radio, pretty much? You listen yeah. to rap at all? Kinda? Well, Luke Christopher does like rap. Okay, bad.
1: And it changes. I mean, like, I really like Sam Smith.
0: Do you like NF? Yes. He's cold.
1: NF, I like NF.
0: Do you guys know who NF is? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just put in the letters NF, and then you're welcome. And then I really like The Weekend. Hell yes. Shout out to Ethiopia. He's Ethiopian. Is he? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah,
1: because his name is Abel.
0: Mm-hmm. So what are three things we should know about you other than what you told us today? It's hard, huh?
1: I, I really like Freddy's
0: ice cream. A lot <laughs> of people know that. I've
1: been trying so hard to get a sponsorship
0: with them, but it
1: just hasn't worked out. Freddy's. <laughs> Freddy's.
0: <laughs> Holler at my boy. <laughs> uh,
1: I like Freddy's ice cream. Um, I hate long car rides.
0: Like, what's a long car ride for you? Two hours? I can't do anything over four hours. Yeah, that's, that's too much for me. Anything
1: after four, over four hours, I have to fly. If it's longer than a two-hour flight, I have to fly first class. (laughs)
0: What? (laughs) I'm trying to lay down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really bad. But, like, I mean, I just don't like long car rides. No, I
0: feel you. You know what I mean? I have narcolepsy. I don't like it either. I might fall asleep.
1: And I fall asleep driving, but I don't fall asleep sitting there.
0: Wait.
1: So, like, if I'm driving, I'll get tired a lot quicker than I am if I'm just sitting there chilling.
0: Damn. Is that weird? No. Are you guys, okay. I've gotten two accidents like that, bro. Are you I'm st- still here to this day. <laughs> Thank you, guys. For real. <laughs> Three accidents. I swerved in front of a cop the last one. Ten. She's like, are you, are you drunk? I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, all right, we could do a breathalyzer. I said, let's do it. So you really were sleeping? I'm like, yeah. Give me the reckless driving right now. Oh, my goodness. So my car insurance was 300 a month for, for like a year.
1: Yes. That's crazy. Good thing I have
0: my car paid off. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts.
1: Um, third thing. I sing a lot like at home. Sam Smith just random different songs.
0: Like annoyingly.
1: Well, I live alone, so I'm Oh just, hell yeah, so it's annoying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you have any pets?
1: No. I I used to have a dog. I don't have them anymore. It's a lot of work. You should get a cat. I can't have any
0: you can't have any pets? pets? In my apartment.
1: I don't know if they even let me have a fish.
0: <laughs> what? Where do you live? Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're not going go to go there. Where do you work at? Where do, Who do you work for? Or can you even just... Dis- I can't say. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do this. Okay. Rapid fire questions. Starting with... If you... If someone were to play you in a movie, who would it be?
1: Probably that. Friend who's always like, wait, say that again.
0: If someone were to play you in a movie, uh-huh. like it's, D- oh, actor. Yeah, who would be the oh, actor? I don't know. You, you got to think of it. I don't know. Oh my gosh! It could be anybody. <laughs>
1: Play movie. I don't know. I don't know if there's any actor that looks like me out there. That's a thing.
0: We can have Tyler Perry try. <laughs> you were, you know. were acting like him.
1: And see, okay, talking about like acting and stuff like that, I feel like that's kind of why I also wanted to get into it. I never saw a representation of me on TV. That's a good point. That's a so, really good point.
0: The Black Panther, Daniel.
1: Well, him or the, the Falcon.
0: Yes. Be a good one. Yeah, that's oh yes. Who? Don Cheeto? If you saw him, you'd know. So if you could instantly <laughs> become saw him, you know. Yeah, I, I swear you would know. If you could instantly become an expert in anything, what would it be? An expert in anything. Yes, what would it be?
1: That's a good question.
0: I would say Animation is. An animation. That's Jack's like, doing something right now with animation. That's one thing I don't know how to do all that well. Takes a lot of time. Since we're talking about time, if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with your extra time?
1: Work on videos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't have to sleep, I would do the same. First celebrity crush. Uh, First celebrity crush.
1: Yes. Beyonce.
0: Holla. <laughs> what are your top five movies
1: that come to head uh, to your head? Um The Freedom Riders. Ooh. Elysium.
0: Elysium is a dope ass movie. Um, I really like The
1: Passion of the Christ is a good one. It is.
0: Now you trying to make me cry. Oh.
1: Keep going. I cried a lot during yeah. that movie. Um gosh, San Andreas. With the with Rocco. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's a good movie.
1: Last good one. Movie. Last one. Um, Home Alone. Bet. Oh, I used to love that. Tell me about when I was younger, I drew like a whole house map once. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Some booby traps.
0: Would you ever want to live forever?
1: <sighs> See, that's the thing. I'm scared of dying, but I want to live forever. But then I'm scared of living forever.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you feel the same. It's anyway? crazy. It's it's a crazy paradox. Like, and let's say if you were to live forever, you would be in your prime state. So, would you want to live forever? Just you, nobody else. That would be hard. Yeah. Fall in love, and then she die. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> then you
1: gonna find another um, one. Have you ever seen? Uh, the age of Adeline,
0: I think I had. Oh, uh Blake Lively. Yes. Yes. When she gets into the car a, accident, yes. she gets
1: like a lightning, yes. <laughs> and then she gets fro- frozen in time.
0: It's crazy. If past lives are real, what do you think you were in your past life? Past lives were real. What was
1: I in my past life? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I The jaguar. What I- could be anything. I don't know. Maybe the CEO or the son of a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or something like that. Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> what qualities do you admire about your mom? Uh, Honesty. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: She's straight up real
0: with
1: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, perseverance, dedication, resilience.
0: Ooh. Moms. Shout out. What is Shout something out. you say you'll do but never will? For Sky me, dive. Same. I was only going to say that. <laughs>
1: I'll do it one day. I'll do it one day.
0: Hey, Jazari, you wanna go skydive? Hell no. (laughs) What is it?
1: it Actually, the opportunity came up somebody's like, you wanna go skydive? And I'm like, you know, like that meme where it's like the button (laughs) you don't wish to (laughs) press.
0: What is one thing you would like to change about yourself? Oh, my height. Same. I wish I was all, everybody in my family tall. Really? Yes. Everybody. Especially the the boys. Yeah, I'm not that tall. Who or what (laughs) was your biggest teacher? Who or what was my biggest teacher?
1: That's crazy. That's hard to answer. Yes. Because I've had so many teachers who I still keep in contact with. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I've enjoyed all my teachers.
0: Life but yeah
1: did you ever heard you've heard the saying right it takes a village to raise a child facts i've always looked at that as like
0: like school it's system. true yes
1: like growing up in school like the teachers you have throughout the years until you graduate like that's the village that raises you exactly
0: mickle you know <laughs> did you enjoy your time on blazing the trail i did love it so do you no, have any i'm kidding <laughs> we're never I'm just, coming back i just played. <laughs> do you have any questions for us
1: I feel like you want to talk. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs>
0: Would you want to live forever? Do I want to live forever? No. Hmm. So I can literally, uh, the reason why is if I'm going to live forever, I'm not going to have the, the, um, the umph to try something and go and use my passion. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, I'll get to it in 200 years. <laughs> have you ever seen uh, the
1: show Altered Carbon?
0: Altered carbon. I always see that on Netflix. You've right? seen it, right. it, So
1: they like they're able to live forever because they have like a, a drive that's downloaded in neck. they call it a stack. Like, and to don't. the cloud or something. <sighs> some, if you're rich, and then some have it on like a satellite off world.
0: Damn. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the old guard. It's a movie on Netflix. It's, it's the same thing. These people have been in humanity fighting all these wars and really? altering humanity for the good. yeah old guard on netflix look it up all right so where can people find you and the things that you're up to
1: on all social media platforms at jazari qual you gotta streamline it love it
0: (laughs) jazari Qual. we'll put that up there or wherever so yeah so i would like to thank you all for listening remember to leave a review on our podcast comment below download the episode Mm -hmm. remember that you are perfectly in progress Make sure to follow us on that. Instagram <laughs> at Blazing the Trail Podcast. If you know of a person who would be a great guest, DM me, Jazari, Jack, or Nelson. So, once again, thank you for being my guest. Thank you, man. And thank me. you guys for listening to Blazing the Trail Podcast. As always, remember to start with yourself because you are the one. So, make it happen.